we need boundaries because life has so many working pieces. And as women and as mothers, we are so much more than our elevator pitch. A little bit, I'm a runner, so I always say mile by mile, but just little bit by little bit makes changes. Doing a little bit every day really can. It's those little things. I always remind myself that because otherwise, you get too bogged down and daunted by stuff, but you really can. You can, whether it's in your business or your personal life, you can make those little adjustments and it can have a huge payoff for you. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, everyone. I am Kristen Hall. I'm the COO of Mother Honestly and your host for this week's episode of the Mother Honestly podcast. Joining me today, I'm so thrilled to have is Leah Quapis, who has a very fascinating background and one that I know both personally and professionally. But Leah, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Leah and I I'm a social media marketer, so I do freelance social media marketing, both social media management as well as social media consulting and coaching, and I am the mother of three. So how did you get into that? Is that what you kind of studied in college? What brought you into this field? It is, but it was a long and winding path to get to where I am now, which I think a lot of people can relate to. I was an advertising and public relations major in college, and that's what my degree is in. And then I worked corporate doing management and some customer service roles. And then we had children, my husband and I had children. So we had three children, quite close in age, they're pretty close together, and our middle child has special needs. So lots of things coming into play quickly, so I was staying home. And I had always wanted to do something in as an entrepreneur. I was always interested in having my own business or something in that realm, but I wasn't really sure what that was, and that has evolved a lot over the years. And taking my background in copywriting and blog work, video work, my degree, all of the things kind of coming together finally led me to doing social media marketing. I love that. And there's a lot of things I want to touch on over the course of this podcast. But what I really want to highlight initially is out of the gate with the social media, you have a great kind of content that you do that you discovered the power of boundary setting. And I'd love to hear kind of what how did that develop? What what do you mean by that? Yes. So it is something that evolved. It developed because of the necessity for it. I think we don't like to be noisy. I don't like to be noisy or feel chaotic. And so we need boundaries because life has so many working pieces. And as women and as mothers, we are so much more than our elevator pitch. And without boundaries though especially as an entrepreneur but really i mean whether you work in an office you work sometimes from home you work remotely if you're a mother and or a parent you need boundaries because otherwise i just felt i was not 
fully present when I was with my family. I was kind of always on because it's the blessing and the curse of working for yourself is you can develop your own hours and your own schedule pretty much, but you also can always be checking emails and phones and things like that. And it left me feeling burnt out and also getting resentful, resentful of clients who I loved, clients who I enjoyed working for, but I would feel, oh, I have to do this. And I didn't like that feeling. I love that. And I think that's a very, very fair point that a lot of us struggle with is the need to constantly be on, the need to constantly check our phones or our email and be tied to those, um, our screen time. And I actually just heard recently about someone saying they're taking a, uh, a, like a technology hiatus from Friday nights to Saturday. And I thought that was such a novel concept of kind of returning to that mode because we, without those boundaries, that's where we, we kind of operate in. So as well as you being an entrepreneur, your husband actually is also an entrepreneur. And how are you balancing that change in the dynamics of your family? Yes. So it is something that we have wanted our whole relationship. So it was kind of the ultimate goal. So it's been very exciting, but it also comes with many challenges, many working pieces and those boundaries, because even though we do have our separate businesses, we work together and we both work from home. So we're husband and wife, we're colleagues and coworkers who work together in the same office, if you will. And of course, we're parenting our children. So using those same boundaries really does help. And I have to compartmentalize it. And I use boundary setting to do that because sometimes it takes, it's easy to say, but hard to do. So to take a step away from work mode to be in couple mode, to be in mom and dad mode. And so setting up simple things really makes a difference for me. Like what you mentioned, I turn off notifications on my phone. So I have them set to turn off. Calls can still come in and I can still use my phone, but I'm not getting the ding, ding, ding notifications in the evenings. And then I have it off in the mornings as well, because especially working in social media, but really for everyone, otherwise you're just from the second you wake up, your phone is in your hand till you're turning off the light at night. Yeah, and it, I think that's something that I hadn't considered. And you actually, you created a course specifically around this yes. topic. Tell me more about that. Yeah, it's called Boundary Setting for Entrepreneurs. And the more people I've talked to, whether they are a full-time entrepreneur or if they are doing some kind of a side project, a side hustle, an MLM, that's a lot of people they're doing something on the side as well as working their nine to fives or whatever their other job may be. And time and time again, people had the same issues coming up or it's that person who you probably know, who you see on Facebook, who's very excited about whatever it is that they are selling or talking about. And it might be a wonderful thing, but then all of a sudden you don't see it anymore because they've burnt out. And so it's these things that are like I said, they're simple to say, but they're hard to do. So having a morning routine is something that I am so strict about. It is sacred to me because it's made such a difference setting the tone for my whole day and just little changes like that, little tweaks that really pay off big. I love that. And how can people find out more about this course? Yes, it is on my website, which is leahtacklessocial.com. And 
my course is right on there. Perfect. And one of the things I think, you know, it's something you and I have talked about as I, we always say at Mother Honestly that blessing is the vision um, of Mother Honestly, and I'm much more in the background, the details type of person. Um, but social media management is something that everyone needs to handle, whether they're up front or they're behind. So what, what do you see is the best thing for people to keep in mind with social media management and what you tell clients? In their for social media for themselves personally or for a business? I think or? both. I think, you know, there's the, the kind of construct of that we have some that are individuals, some that are businesses, but I think more for a lot of our listeners are those starting their new companies. You know, what would yeah. you recommend for kind of client for the business facing side of social media? Yeah, absolutely. I think a big thing is don't be too noisy and make sure that in your bio and in your the things that you are posting that you, it's clear what you're there for. So if you imagine you turn on ESPN and then all of a sudden you saw a sitcom, that isn't what you're expecting to get. So if people, you let them know what it is you have to offer and what pain point or what thing you can help them with. So it should be about them and not about you. I think is a great place to start. And then also, if you do wanna share more like, here's what I had for lunch or here's something fun I'm doing, little bits of your personality, it's okay. But try to stick to a few content pillars and that helps keep away a lot of that noise. Love it. I think that's super helpful, especially because people are always asking us, how can I, you know, how are you guys doing it? What are you guys doing? And a lot of it, we, you know, is fly by night almost, but there is a method and a logic to what we have. But I think that's something to help those that are kind of entering into the entrepreneurial space with their new companies, you know, that they can tactically take back with them. So I love that. Um, so I think returning a little bit to your experience as a mom, you um, have some great, I think, things that you've identified from, you know, most moms that we talk to have um, multiple kids and they're balancing the framework of being an entrepreneur, having their own business or being in the corporate world and balancing being a full-time parent and a full-time spouse. You have, I think, a unique set of challenges that sometimes you have to grapple with that not as many of our listeners do, but we, we haven't highlighted that before on Mother Honestly. And I think it's a space that we need to talk about a little bit to show people that they're not alone in that endeavor and you and I have talked about this as my son is starting to have some what of not on the same scale but special needs that we're identifying with him and working with our school district um, what might you share for those parents that have ch children with special needs or identifying areas where they might need a little additional help yeah I think this is a great thing because I know for me sometimes I in the beginning I didn't talk about it a lot because I was worried that if I did, I mean, of course, I'm as a mother fiercely protective of my child, Absolutely. but more than that, I also was worried that that would then become my identity. And so much about what I love about working and working with clients and working with people is that that's my stuff away from being a mom, that's me. And so I was worried that in talking about it, I would you know, put a peg there to be like, okay, Leah, the special needs mom or the mother of a child with special needs. Um, but the more I've talked about it, it, it's a huge part of who I am. It's a huge part of why I wanted to work as an entrepreneur at home so I could control my schedule more so I could have that flexibility. And also the boundary setting, it's definitely that that comes into play a lot being a parent in general, but especially a parent of a child who has special needs. But I think even if you 
aren't the parent of a child with special needs, I'm sure you know someone who is. So it can be very isolating. And the more we talk about it and just normalize it, I think the better and get comfortable with it because it is uncomfortable. And a lot of times people will just say, I'm so sorry, but you know, people don't need your sympathy as much as they need your empathy. So just deal with that. It might be uncomfortable and you might not know what to say, but make it as normal as you possibly can. And I, I look at life differently now and I measure success very differently now. What like a successful child will be like, what is how I will measure, you know, going to college or doing all these things. It's going to be different for my son. And I know that, but just making it as normal as possible. I'm a mom, just like every other mom. I just have different things going on and different things to focus. I love that. And and thank you for addressing that because I think sometimes people don't necessarily know how best to engage. And if we don't talk about it, then we don't give people the tools or reasons in which of how they can engage. And sometimes I think it comes from a place of love, but they, they don't know. So I like that you say they don't need your sympathy more so as your empathy. And one thing that struck out to me the other day, and I repeated it to someone as I was having a conversation is even the difference in how we address a special needs child or versus a child with special needs. And I think, you know, that's very critical if we can help people with the rhetoric and the dialogue that we, they should be using as opposed to what, um, kind of comes from society. So I love that, um, we could talk about that and thank you for sharing that with our listeners. Cause I think uh, you touch on a great thing. You know, a lot of us, we don't want to necessarily be known as, um, by our, you know, I think we, a lot with our parents, they were, you know, I was Laura's kids or, mm-hmm. you know, Kristen's mom, that type of thing, that we do have these alternate identities and they are very much a part of who we are. And we have so many couples now that have to be working full time with both parents being, you know, involved in the income that's coming into the household. It's a little bit different of a landscape than it was say 30 years ago when our parents were there. So I think that's something that you've touched on that I'd love to hear a little bit more about is, you know, for you and your husband, as you expand both of your businesses, is one taking, is it kind of that partnership? Have you had some of those discussions of how you're going to balance each of your businesses' needs? You're supporting both as colleagues and that, but also growing both of them. Yes, definitely. It is, I would say, I mean, we have, we call them team meetings. We have team meetings every week and we are very aware of where we stand financially and so we're always checking in with that and right now since both of our businesses in being full-time are fairly new we haven't had to deal with where one has exploded and the other one's lagged behind but it is definitely something where it's some days we know he's extremely busy or weeks or months you know where he's got a big project or he has something that he has to get done so I know that I'm going to be picking up more on the parenting and home front and vice versa. So, so far, that's how it's been going, but it's always ever evolving and changing. That's great. And I, I love that you have those team meetings because a lot of times we find that spouses don't necessarily, even if they're not working at the same company or they're in the same field, that they're not having those tactical discussions about where they are in their careers and how it intersects with their home life that you know, a really needed blessing will be the first one to say that she often has, um, they have what they call, it's their date night where they sit down they go over finances or they go over what they're doing for the year. And it's something that I've brought home with my husband a little bit more that we weren't doing prior to, but now it's something saying, Hey, 
you know, this is what the month looks like. I, you know, comparatively in our household, uh, we see that my husband has a little bit more of a passive role in his career than I do. Mine's much more demanding right now, both in my corporate life and with mother, honestly. Um, but we've had to address that and kind of had those conversations. So I appreciate and that you guys have your team meetings. Is there anything else that you guys do that you find is really working well for you as a couple or you as a parent that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think being as open as possible, and it's hard. I mean, I will be the first to admit that it is hard. We'll make plans to have those discussions or to talk about those things. And when it it sounds great in the morning, but then when nine o'clock rolls rolls around in the evening, I don't want to necessarily, you know, pull up a spreadsheet, look at our bank accounts and talk about maybe something that we have to do with our son for school, for a, a meeting or a therapy. But I always feel better after we have. So it isn't easy to do, but I think really trying to be as open as you can be is helpful so that you can stay on that same page because otherwise there's just too much to update on. If you don't, if you don't update regularly, there's just too much. For sure. You let it pause and then it, it kind of catches up with you. So it's a big yep. year. It's 2020. We're always asking our those that we have on the podcast, you know, what are you looking forward to most this year, professionally, personally, what's on your agenda this year? What, what are you, where are you taking Leah tackles? Um, and what are you doing with your other kind of engagements that you have? Yeah. So I am for my social media management. I, when I originally started and I've been in business full-time for a couple of years now, and I was doing mostly social media management for small businesses. And I am still doing that, but that would involve, you know, taking their entire, sometimes multiple platforms and sometimes just one and scheduling posts, creating the content, writing copy, things like that, reporting analytics. But now I found that there are so many small businesses startups, personal brands, and individuals who want help with social media, they know that it's important. And even people who don't need it for their own business, but they just know that they need to be out there professionally that way or for their job or their personal brand and helping them. So I do consulting and coaching, and that gives people the reins to do their own social media and gives them the power to do that but they just need a little help getting started. And I love that because I love chatting with people. So I do in-person and then I also do Zoom calls or video calls, but it's really fun because I get to meet a lot of people. So that's been really exciting. And that's amazing. And remind our listeners again, how can they connect with you? Yes, yeah. So feel free on Instagram. I'm just at Leah Tackles and I love chatting on there and I share quite a bit on there. But Leah Tackles Social is my website, and I have all of my services as well as my course for boundary setting on there. Love it. And I you know, waited till the end of this for our listeners to know that you are coming on actually and helping us at Mother Honestly. Yay! Both on. I'm Yay! so excited. Yay! <laughs> so we're so excited to have you a part of the team because I think for us, we've identified where we have needs within our own company and what we're looking to try and do. So we're so thrilled to have you a part of the team and looking forward to us as we get ready for mother the summit 2020 that's coming in october 1st and 2nd save the date it's coming up in brooklyn new york we're so excited we're working on building great content for that so you will be a huge huge asset to us as we go forward into 2020 um and we're so thrilled to have you i think you have a great perspective that you bring both as a mother and an entrepreneur and what you're doing in the social media management front so we love that anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we depart 
I think to remember that little bit, I'm a runner, so I always say mile by mile, but just little bit by little bit makes changes. Doing a little bit every day really can. It's those little things. I always remind myself that because otherwise it, you get too bogged down and daunted by stuff, but you really can. You can, whether it's in your business or your personal life, you can make those little adjustments and it, it can have a huge payoff for you. And I didn't even touch on that. You are a fabulous runner that you spend. Oh. <laughs> I'm always amazed that every day I see you, you are out running, you are committed to that. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And you've you've gone through some injuries too that you've had with yes. your running that yes. you've had to overcome. Especially in the fall, I dealt with some injuries. But that's that is one big thing I'm doing this year. I'm going to run my first marathon. So and actually, it's right after the summit. I was telling Blessing, it's the um, Detroit Free Press Marathon. So that's where you go from Detroit into Canada and back. So I love that. I will be there with yeah. a sign cheering you on. Awesome. Yeah, please. I need a cheering section. Awesome. Well, Leah, thank you so much for being on the Mother Honestly podcast. Our listeners, you will see her multiple times this year via our socials and at the event. So please keep an eye out for Leah um, as she joins the Mother Honestly team. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more of what we're talking about, head to motherhonestly.com for relevant content for mothers at work, in business, and those figuring out their next steps. Mother the Summit 2020 will be here before you know it. Save the date in your calendar for October 1st and 2nd at the Brooklyn Expo Center, New York, where 1,000 plus women will rise together in motherhood. I'm asking you for a favor. Please rate and review our podcast. Your reviews help us grow, and we love growing here at Mother Honestly. Bye for now. See you next week.